Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft discussion. Today, my name is Kimberly Quinn, and I just want to remind everybody that uh, on this Minecraft journey, it's about becoming the boss of your brain, taking hold of your own thoughts, because thoughts come first and feelings come second, and then action and behavior third. So by grabbing hold of our of our thoughts, taking the reins, as we say, uh, we literally make changes in our life big time and we can live our best, best life when we get a grip on our thoughts. True story right there. Okay. So today, what I really like to talk about is, you know, sort of acquiring, achieving, working towards whatever, um, having more harmony in our lives. This is a, a very, very big deal. And often people, you know, see on the internet and YouTubes, whatever, you know, work life balance. And it's interesting because this is just, um, maybe a different way to phrase it, but life harmony is really, I think, more accurate. And in fact, I was watching something by Tony Robbins. I like him a lot. It was a f few days ago. And he was talking about how work-life balance doesn't really exist, kind of. Again, it's rhetorical because really he kind of renamed it, I think, life integration or something. Don't quote me exactly, but it was a better word because we can't just compartmentalize with, a, you know, okay, work hard stop, life hard stop, because you know, we are, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, spiritual beings having a human experience. And so it's continuous, even if you're at work and you get a call about something about the kids. I mean, it just, it, it's very, very next to impossible to completely separate the two. So I think it makes more sense to really talk about harmony, much like you would talk about harmony in a musical piece. And, you know, I, I was reading another little short bit by Sarah Barnbread, and actually it's Simple Abundance, which is a book I've had for like two decades at least. I read it every single morning when, the, when my kids were little. It's such an uplift. So anyway, she makes an analogy um, to like, you know, symphonies and orchestras and, and harmony um, in an actual musical piece with, with our lives. And it's just so spot on accurate. And it, when I read this, it brought me back to at St. Mike's, we, we took like a mu music appreciation class. Um, and actually, I think my husband was in there. It was just kind of wild. It was like 30 whatever years ago. I think it was Dr. Tortolano taught it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we nicknamed it Cla uh, Clapping for Credits. We just had so much fun. Clapping for Credits. It was actually called something else, obviously. Um, but I remember all the different – and I didn't have any idea about music. Like, I, <clears throat> you know, I really like music. I love the bounce to Aretha Franklin and – I like jazz and I, I like classical music, actually. I like, love Motown. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I remember all they did Gregorian chant in there. But the point is, I, I, I got like an education on the different types of music and the harmony thing rolled through, you know, almost all of it, except when I remember when Professor Tortolano introduced us to uh, the, the fugues. And it just like hurt my, hurt me on a cellular level, you know, blah, 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 just, it was just, it just, and, and they're brilliant, brilliant pieces. They just weren't soothing. They didn't, it didn't feel like they had like a, you know, like a, like a, they didn't feel like melodic, how that's just simple and easy. And then there are pauses in between, there are pauses in between that, you know, help you appreciate, you know, the, the very intentional flow of the music and 
the individual musical notes. And um, there might be some Fugue fans out there and um, totally fine. I just, I think it's a, I think it's a really descriptive for what we're talking about today because it has to do with like melodies are in alignment, you know, with all the different instruments are in alignment with each other. And this is why it's a good analogy that Sarah von Brednick did, because when we are out of alignment with the demands of the, of the world demands is what they are and expectations of family. I'd rather say expectations of family than obligations because, um, you know, it's, it's more positive for one and, and just all the responsibility demands of the world, responsibilities of the world, expectations of family. And then we have our own, everything we, we need, you know, spirit to, to, you know, advance along the path of authenticity and advance spiritually our emotional needs. And often when we get home from, from work or whatever, you know, we all the house, of course there's the house apartment, whatever responsibilities do. And we are just so drained that sometimes it's just, it's even hard to just figure out what we're having for dinner. Or we just can't even deal with that. And we had leftovers from last night or we order a pizza because it's just all too much. It's like, it's just too much. And our bandwidth with the pandemic situation has really been diminished. And so often it's the stuff we need the most that gets, uh, doesn't make the cut. You know, it gets, it gets just, you know, shoved aside. And Sarah actually starts this little daily uh, I don't even know what you call that. It's not really like chapters. Anyway, daily sort of meditation, maybe. I don't know. She starts it out with a quote by Arthur Schnabel. I hope I'm saying his name right. Maybe not. And he's Arthur says, the notes I handle no better than many pianists, but the pauses between the notes, ah, that is where the art resides. I love that because this is about sort of creating white, space for our for our minds and that's something I can definitely talk about you know with my with my passion for cognitive psychology because we need we need the white space and with intention so we're not talking about being on autopilot because that's the opposite of what I'm about anyway I'm about mindfulness and being attentive and aware and alert and taking it in so it, it's it's an intentional pause and I think of being reflective, you know, sometimes when we're in a walk in the woods and thinking about our lives in that, in that way, like what's working, what isn't, what would I like to change? And then also, um, I do this a lot snowshoeing also, but I'm thinking in the summertime, like little kids laying on your back and making pictures out of the clouds with your imagination, you know, that sort of thing is just so important. And we need to have that time to, to just use our imaginations and reflect and be contemplative, again, with intention. And, you know, so Sarah says, um, a Chopin piano nocturne played by a novice musician and by a virtuoso will not sound the same. I learned that in that class for sure. That's because one of the two pianists has had a lifetime to practice the music as well as learn when to pause in order to color the notes with passion. Yeah. Here we go with the, with the pause, pause, importance, importance of pause. So it is with the concerto of our lives. Individual notes must be learned and played and practiced before we achieve harmony. And there's the word practice again, which has been like a repeated theme in Minecraft chats, because whatever we practice, 
we inevitably get good at. And she says, above all, we must learn how to pause, hitting the pause button. It's funny, anybody who listen, listening who knows me well knows that I'm a work in progress with hitting the pause button. And that's because of my uh, being in the Fast Mind Club. So that's, <clears throat> I don't say ADHD because I don't like the word disorder. It's a dumb shame word. So Fast Mind Club. And <clears throat> excuse me, this is, you know, learning how to hit the pause button is I'm a work in progress. I've gotten way better at it. You know, and just to take that grown-up time out, sometimes I will physically, you know, just go to a restroom or walk outside or whatever if I'm in a meeting because sometimes that's what it takes. But we've got to learn how to work the pauses in between the notes, per se. Otherwise, we can't appreciate the melody of life. You know, and, and pausing also is when the creativity flows. You know, I think of all the things, even the, the name for this podcast, which is also a course, you know, came to me out in the woods when I just was like, I just kind of surrendered. I was, I had to have something in, in within minutes and it literally came right before the, this big meeting I had with all the kind of pressure to come up with. Uh, I just let go and, and here and, and that pausing is when it happened. And so, then Sarah says, harmony is the inner cadence of contentment we feel when the melody of life is in tune. Absolutely. When somehow we're able to strike the right chord, is the ba- is oops sorry to balance the expectations of our families and our responsibilities to the world on one hand and our inner needs for spiritual growth and personal expression on the other this is one of the most difficult challenges any person faces because it requires that we make choices every day that is absolutely true we're talking about how we spend our life minutes right because it's an exchange of energy and we're choosing to be here by choosing to be here. We're choosing not to do all these other things. You know, maybe I'm sitting on a, on the couch with a fire going and our, and Giovanni, the golden retriever, which is actually true and enjoying doing a podcast in the wee hours of the morning. And do I want to give that up to go clean the garage? No, not at this moment. Or do I want to give that, give that up to go drive an hour to a store or something. No, this is like, this is blissful. I've got a cozy fire, a blanket over my lap, my beautiful golden retriever. And I'm doing one, one thing I absolutely love to do. So I, why would I swap that out? This is what we're talking about. It's making choices of how we spend our energy and we need the pauses in life to be able to do this better. She says, and yet most of us often feel too tired to choose anything more than what to have for dinner. Perhaps this explains why we often hear only a cacophony of dissonant demands that drown out the symphonies our souls long to compose. No kidding. And like the fugues I was talking about, that's dissonance. It, It doesn't, it just like, for me, it just riveted right through me. Usually when the distractions of daily life deplete our energy, the first thing we eliminate is the thing we need most. Quiet, reflective time. Amen. Oh my gosh. Time to dream, time to think, time to contemplate what's working and what's not so that we can make changes for the better. For me, you know, I've been at this for a long time now on the path to authenticity. So I've become like hyper aware or sensitive to, or I'm not sure how to say, if I start to get even a smidge out of alignment, I like it's pretty immediate that I notice it. And then I, my attention goes there. Okay, like, what doesn't, what doesn't feel right? What isn't working? 
and it might be a situation of doing, you know, taking on too much, you know, biting off more than I can chew, as they say. I'm pretty good at not doing that, but it does happen. It does happen, especially when there's, you know, um, especially when there are lots of, lots of good opportunities and you just want to do them all. That's one time when it can feel too much. Um, and then surprises can happen and, and take you, you know, and, and then add to it and, or, or might be something that just isn't working time to make a change, you know, um, with, with jobs and or school or whatever, or relationships or, you know, time to put less time into something that's not working for you anymore, whatever that is, or put more time and more investment in another relationship. All the, I saw, so I, I, like, I'm very, very, um, aware. And, and when you feel, it feels like a fugue kind of running through my body or my mind or both. And so I think really it's important to be aware of what it feels like to be out of alignment because this is the quickest way to kind of shift back into the right direction when, when, you know, the insides match the outsides. And Sarah continues, on the simple abundance path, we begin to learn how to pause as we bring the principles of gratitude, simplicity, and order into our lives. Harmony emerges. It's kind of like it just takes care of itself. You know, and mindfulness and gratitude, I can't even say enough. I, that's right, kind of sums up life right there with attention and intention. And she says, we learn to balance demands with pleasures, moments of solitude with a need for companionship, work with play, activity with rest, the inner person with the outer packaging. It's exactly what we're talking about. The insides matching the outsides and, you know, all, all of life's simple, simple pleasures with the people in our lives and the hobbies and the tinkering and the things that we enjoy doing and, and the walking out in the woods and all of it to have balance with those, with, uh, the needs and demands of everybody else around us because when it comes right down to it this is not a dress rehearsal this is the big game so it's obviously very important to spend our life minutes as if they were cash and then uh, Sarah says today just try slowing down approach the day as if it were an adagio a melody played in an easy graceful manner listen to music that soothes and uplifts your spirit and while you listen pause to consider how all the notes come together harmoniously to give expression to the entire score. I love that. So it's the in, our individual life minutes, the t- the 15 minutes we took to sit and write in a gratitude journal and have hot tea. That's me. It's not even 15. It's more like five or six um, as far as writing in the journal, maybe five. And then the hot tea and walk with Giovanni and have that balance out you know later I'll, I'll, I'll do some I'll later I'll do some grading of papers and some planning for the defense against the dark arts club and then later this evening we're having a birthday dinner for my husband and and our daughter Shani together balance 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 um it's just so important and then she says so it shall be with your world with harmony as your guide Trust that your everyday moments will soon begin to resonate in a rhapsody of fulfillment. And that is so true. And I know when I'm feeling aligned, which is most of the time, I feel enormously fulfilled. You know, and I, you know, things are good with the family and I absolutely love what I do at Champlain and both roles and 
it just, it just, I just, I feel in the zone, in the groove. It's just true. And like I said, if I start to slide one way or the other, I can just, I just know it. I just feel like what's wrong. Something has to go, or something has to be added, something like that. So, we are after the the harmony, so that we can really, truly appreciate the melody of life. And we learn this, and see this, and acknowledge this by really making sure that we hit the pause button with intention, with intention, so that we can appreciate the beautiful music we are living. And this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from Northern Vermont. Have a mindful and harmonious day. Thank you.